Good morning, everybody. Happy to see you all. It's so, I am always living with people, and I'm always not. Most of my days, uh, I'm talking to the people. And same time, I have a lot of uh, my own time too. I try to make my own time. So I can uh, experience uh, when I with, live with uh, people, uh, it doesn't matter who they are, maybe my monastic, and also uh, other Blue Lotus members or other people around the country. I'm always talking to people, live with them, Always I experience so many joyful things when I live with people and it's different. So I enjoy it. And same time when I live uh, by myself, uh, I enjoy it too. I really like it. And once in a while when I um, live by myself, uh, I had the feeling I'm bored. <laughs> so I miss my brother monks. Sometimes we are fighting, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I miss them too. And so then I want to check and all those things. So then one day I had the feeling, I have somebody around me always that is wonderful. So then I had the feeling, when I live with people always, how difficult it is. How difficult it is. If I find somebody uh, in my life, somebody I don't know, it is difficult. Now I am practicing as a monk 31 years. So the 31 years practicing as a monk, I know all my 31 years, how I did, what I did. I am totally comfortable about it. So what I am thinking and what I am hoping to have in my life in future, which I don't know, I don't know about that. So I really know what I'm thinking, what I'm having now in my life, what I experience in this moment and last 31 years, and maybe next 20, 30 years, what I'm expecting, I don't know. So then I realize, better to live by myself as much as I can. That's the best way to live. I know the world itself, uh, so many people. It is beautiful to have all the people around us. But same time it is very distracting, the word we are using, annoying. <laughs> right? Always I hear that. So most of my day, um, right after I get up and I start 9 in the morning, until I go to bed, uh, maybe 9.30 at night, I'm always spending my time with people. I'm talking to the people, it's a beautiful thing. I always feel content, end of the day, I help so many people. But when I'm spending with people, I'm so mindful what I hear, what I talk. Most of time, when I sit with people, I always hear I'm complaints. I'm always here complaints, 
this is not my complaint either, right? So I'm sharing with you. <laughs> and so always I hear complaints. This is difficult. I don't like that person. I hate that person. And all those words I hear always. And I, the word I use, complaints. Then one day I was thinking, while I was in uh, uh, San Diego last weekend, and how I'm going to make this world con complaint free? <laughs> it is difficult. Always we have some complaints and difficult, annoying. Some, sometimes I don't understand. People say, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Of course, maybe it is beautiful. Just be realistic. It is not. <laughs> it is not beautiful and it is difficult. You know, accept that difficulty. Then, accepting that difficulty, we can make it beautiful. Having all the difficulties and distractions, we cannot say it is beautiful, it is distracting, it is annoying, and it is not easy living in this society. So I was thinking, I don't want to say it is beautiful, it is difficult, it is annoying, and but accepting that nature, I can make it beautiful, is totally depend on my practice, how I am practicing my life. It doesn't matter what is happening around the world. So, now I have a wonderful story to share about my experience, what I experienced last week. Um, many people know I was doing a retreat in uh, San Diego, California. After doing that weekend retreat, I was flying back to Chicago uh, Monday morning. So, when I'm uh, bored into the flight, so I saw two couple, you know, the husband and wife, maybe, and they are behind me. They are walking behind me and walking and loud, talking on the cell phone. And there's no respect for other people around. And um, they are acting like they have a private jet. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's the way they behave. Um, so I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm totally fine. I totally accept that it doesn't hurt me anymore. But I can hear, I can experience as a human being. But I can see the energy level around, it is not good, it's very negative, people looking at each other faces and what's wrong with these people, and I can see all the question marks um, on people's uh, faces. So, but they are behind me, and now I'm coming, I had the 31, uh, my seat was 31 or 25, I cannot remember. So, those two uh, tall people, I'm a short monk, right, you can see it, <laughs> and so that's that lady and the husband, they are tall and they are talking, both talking on the cell phone. Uh, they are behind me. I try to put my bag. Then they, what they did, they put their bag over me. So I said, okay, I push my bag, you know. Then I was at, you know, I, I was sitting in the aisle seat. Uh, then I look around, then they are, you know, the, my neighbors. <laughs> husband and wife, they are next to me, and window seat and the middle seat. So I accepted, I'm fine. Um, so now they are sitting and talking and talking. Finally, uh, attendants came and asked them to stop talking and turn <laughs> off the cell phone. Until that, they never turn off the cell phones. Um, so now I'm okay, I'm totally surrendered myself and waiting. And now I was thinking I have to sit like this three hours, of course, I had to handle that. So now plane took off and now serving time. The attendants came and asked what do you want. 
then they uh, order wine. You know, the, she said, I need white wine. I don't know white. Or, you know, the husband said, I need the red. And so they order two the, the small bottles and now they are trying to drink. What she, she pouring the wine to her cup and talking and to her husband, I don't know what, you know, what she's talking about. And she spelled the wine all over her tray and the clothes and my robe too. Right? Now I'm wet <laughs> and now what happened? The husband, so he's laughing at her. He cannot stop laughing. I want to laugh too, right? <laughs> but I didn't. I don't want to be dis disrespectful. Right? So now he's left, no, he, she's all over her bar in the wine and my robe too. And so what I did, uh, the way she acted in front of me, very rude and mean, right away I grabbed my napkins and I put on her table. But husband didn't do anything. Still he's laughing, still laughing. Right? I think almost he was laughing like 30 minutes. Right? <laughs> now she was so mad with the husband. And what she did, after, you know, they cleaned the tray, she grabbed, you know, right away, she grabbed his wine bottle and pouring into her cup. So, now she's kind of happy and, you know, playing and things. Can you believe? She spelled that one also. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Now, she was so distracted. She was so distracted and she cannot handle herself. She's shaking and she thought, I did something wonderful. I grabbed his wine bottle by pouring into my... She's, you know, it's all over again. Now, you know, all over me, so then I'm wet robes and I don't know what I had to do. Uh, so, I, it's okay, I accepted. Um, this is a little drama, three hours. <laughs> Then what happened in the last 30 minutes, you know, the last 30, 40 minutes, the front person, you know, the, you know, the in front of me, he's always back and forth his seat, right? <laughs> and he's doing like this and doing like this and every time when he does those things, she is shaking, right? So what happened, I was reading a book and so there was a water cup, right, my water cup, it's well and all over me. <laughs> now three cups all over me and so I'm kind of really badly wet and now people always keep looking at me. I don't know what I have to do. So then I accepted that again. I'm, I'm not angry at all. I thought it's okay. Now I have to handle it. Now everybody then telling me, oh, very sorry. And you know, the, all the attendants came and you know, put the napkins and did certain things. Now I thought, no, I cannot do anything. This is the only robe I have, I cannot change. And so I accepted that. <laughs> so then I was reading my book, right? I was reading my book. I didn't have intention to take that book. That's the only book I had. So I kept that book on my tray. So the book title is, How to Dealing with Anger. <laughs> right? How to Dealing with Anger. If you want that book, I will give it to you. And how to dealing with anger. So I left it and I, I was reading after reading half. I was thinking I want to think what I was reading. So I left the book and so I was thinking and thinking. The lady, middle seat, she said, I need this. <laughs> she said, I need this book. I said, sure, of course you need this. <laughs>
<laughs> so we start to laugh. You know, now she's laughing at me, and now she's very friendly and kind with me, and uh, so it's worked very well. Um, so then I came out uh, from the you know the airplane. I I changed myself. I had other clothes. So that's my you know the recent experience. What I experienced inside the airplane. So I can say it is annoying. It is difficult. It is painful. Three hours. Then I was thinking I am planning to go to Sri Lanka. Sixteen hours from here to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Uh, so 24 hours to go to Sri Lanka, if those things happen in th like that, how am I going to handle it? <laughs> so then I was thinking, this is a good experience for me to handle my life around annoying people. <laughs> annoying people. So that moment I start to think, that's wonderful. Now Buddha is in front of me. This lady is my Buddha now. So the Buddha came like mad woman. <laughs> <laughs> So we were always thinking Buddha come like bald-headed, wearing robe, like a serene, calm, and you know the monk and very meditative uh, mood. It is not. So I was thinking that's great. Buddha came today to in front of me, appeared as a mad person. So I had to bow to her. I had to accept her. I had to love her. I had to be kind to her. So then I can learn something. So then when I was thinking and thinking whole three hours, when I was like 16, 17 years old, young monk, I was reading a sutra. I exactly cannot remember what it is, but it says how to dealing with annoying people. Buddha was giving a discourse. So I was thinking to mem you know, the get my memory back. I couldn't get everything, but I came home. I keep looking and keep looking. I found it. Okay, cut. Show me now. <laughs> and so I'm going to show it to you. That sutra is a very short discourse. So we can talk. How to dealing with annoying people. Right? So we can turn off this light, please. Okay. Maybe back one. <coughs> the back light. Everybody can read. So, uh, according to this, it's called the Agatha Vinaya. Agatha means anger or distraction or difficulties. Vinaya <coughs> means, you know, the removing or uh, discipline yourself, right? Re you know, the removing annoyance. So, number one, you can say when you are dealing with difficult people, there are five things we have to understand removing you know, the difficult experiences in our life. Number one is practicing loving-kindness. So just think about such distraction, what I experience in my life. So if you are experiencing same thing, everyday life, so <coughs> annoying and difficult people you meet every day, co-workers, maybe family members, and when you are doing the groceries or when you are driving. So how you are going to deal with those people? We cannot go away, run away from the society because we are part of it, right? There is no place for us to hide. So how we are going to handle our life with difficult and distracting world, number one is practicing loving-kindness. It makes sense, right? Practicing loving-kindness towards that person. Number two, practicing compassion. 
how we are going to practice compassion. So little act, what I did, I just gave my napkin. That's the only thing I can do to help her. I just, and automatically I grabbed my napkins, I put her on table, and so I was a little compassionate towards her and to handle her situation. The number three, onlooking equanimity. Do you know the, what is equanimity? Some people, they don't know that word. Everybody understand that? How you define that word equanimity? Todd? Okay. Eager. Even, even mind. So, it is okay. It is okay. That's the way it is. Right? Equanimity. And number four, forgetting and ignoring. Forgetting, no, let it go and let it pass. Right? It is, you know, accepting the nature. And the last thing is a little bit big one. That's his or her karma. Whatever action they are doing, that's belong to them, not belong to me. So, is there any other ways you can handle the annoying situations? Those are the things Buddha explained to the world in his talk. Now, bring your discussion and how we are going to handle. Please uh, turn on the lights. Yeah. So, how to deal with annoying people? What is your experience? Any questions? These things are difficult to do <coughs> while we are experienced, yes? Um, you can remove yourself from the situation. Mm -hmm. Sorry? You can remove yourself. Right. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing. That's what I did. In the first place I did, I want to separate myself. So then look at, if you can separate yourself, then you can totally look at that whole situation like this. So when your ego, when you know uh, um, how you believe in yourself, if you put all those things in front of that person, now I'm wet, right? I'm angry. How I'm going to walk outside of the plane now? People look at me or something like that. When you start to think, it's creating more difficulty. I totally remove myself, whole situation. I look at differently. Then I felt more compassionate towards that person. Yeah, that's a good way to do. Anything else? When you are dealing with annoying people? Yes. Well, you can say to yourself that you will choose not to let that person's rudeness affect you in a negative way. Right, that exactly. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. So that means distractions mean totally up to you, not depend on other persons. Yeah. Always when we are distracting something, we get angry with outside, right? Outside person or things. No, after you react to the situation, it becomes your distractions. So if you can keep that distraction away, then it is not distract you anymore. So to do that, mindfulness practice helps you so much to understand that. Anything else? Tongue. And then I think of other people that are annoyed, uh -huh. and it helps me to practice compassion towards them. Right. Right. Exactly. My own right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good one too. So, anything else? Yes. Um, maybe um, increasing how much you want something. Say, I just don't want this that much. 
I don't want this that yeah. much to change the situation. Right. Decrease your wanting or desire. Right, exactly. You know, so, yeah, that's another good one. Anything else? I don't know how to do it, but humor. Humor always seems to, like, you know, with, with the book and all that, right. some sort of humor always seems to cut through. Right, but you know, I think the husband, what he did doesn't No, no, not that. <laughs> 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 right, he was so mean and laughing at her. Yeah. Right, so. I think they, they were fighting all the way. And so that's good. Humor is always good. I, I am really sure she was learning something too. And she was teaching me something and also she was learning something. Yeah, Did you humor is amazing. Huh? Did you send her the book? No, I, you know, actually I offered it. She said, no, you know, please let me know how to find it. Then I gave her some information. Right, exactly. So, anything else? Yes. I think if you look at the situation and you accept that it's happened and then you can move past the situation, mm -hmm. you're not bringing it into yourself and an understanding that, you know, whatever that person's life is like, something caused them to behave the way they're behaving. Right, exactly. We don't know the story, right? Mm -hmm. So only thing we see that act in that moment, so whatever happening in that moment, we are just judging that person. No need to judge that person. So maybe there's so many information that her life she's going through. We don't know that part. So thinking like that, we can be very compassionate towards that person. Yeah. Anything else? Yes. Um, along those lines, uh, so taking somebody else's perspective, but also maybe this is this is probably the best that she could do at the moment. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a good one. Anything else you experience? So now you can remember the five things. What are the five things? Practicing loving kindness, practicing compassion, equanimity, forgetting and ignoring, and think that's their karma. Right? So, so now. I know right after you've done this meditation practice, you will meet, you will talk, after you go outside, exactly you will experience that what I said. Right? No need to wait that much. Right? So you will experience soon. So always remember those five things when we experience that kind of situation, everyday life. And also the world is the best place to understand the Dhamma. The people around us, they are the best people, they are the people teach us. So what, you know, the Buddha's analogy was, so the mind has to be like a lotus flower. Lotus flower growing in the muddy water, and the murky muddy water, and it's blooming to the world, opening to the world, but lotus flower never touched the mud or water, but still connected. So lotus flower cannot survive without mud or water. That's our society. But we can live in this society when you practice meditation without distracting ourselves. But still we have to have the society. Why? We cannot run away. There's no place to run away. So this is the only place we have. So think, the world is beautiful. All the Buddhas around me, they are the people supporting me to understand myself. So I hope you learned something wonderful today. Okay? Keep in your mind these five things. So thank you so much.
Thank you. So, Buddha Kids.